Welcome to the DM's Pocket Guide, where we discuss the rules, spells, and monsters of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. Today, we are going to talk about the spell Sleep. Uh, this spell is on page 276 of the Player's Handbook, um, and is one that does have a couple of intricacies about how it's used. Mm-hmm. This is one of those spells that, if you're not familiar with it, and a player uses it in a fight, you are hurriedly trying to skim through it and will likely miss something. I might be speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, so the casting time for this one is one action, so it's going to take up a player's full turn to, to try and cast this. The range is 90 feet, so it's got a good amount of range. It's probably going to cover most of your battlefield that you're using. Um, it does require all three spell components, and this isn't something we uh, use a huge amount, but it does mean it has a verbal uh, component, a somatic component, and a material component. So if your players can't speak, if they've been silenced, they aren't able to cast this spell. Um, if they can't move, if they've been restrained, then they wouldn't be able to cast this spell. Mm-hmm. And if they didn't have the right ingredients, which is a pinch of fine sand, rose petals, or a cricket, mm-hmm. uh, then they can't cast this spell. Uh, I usually don't hold my players uh, accountable to having all their spell components. but. Uh, yeah, I don't either, but I do like... There's there's a specific kind of group that would be very into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've had one player who was kind of interested in, like, oh, I'm in this area, are there any crickets around? Yeah. And it can lead to some fun some fun little role-playing bits. So, mm-hmm. But that yeah. that's, that's up to you, how much you want to follow this or not. For sure. Uh, and then the duration for this spell is one minute. So anything that falls subject to this will uh, fall asleep for one minute. That's ten rounds of combat. Excellent. Uh, so the spell itself reads, uh, This spell sends creatures into a magical slumber. Roll five d8s. The total is how many hit points of creatures this spell can affect. Creatures within 20 feet of a point that you choose within range are affected in ascending order of their current hit points. And that ignores uh, unconscious creatures. And there's an important point here about ascending mm-hmm. hit points. Yeah, so if you are casting this against a group of four goblins, say, and they're all within that 20 feet, um, then if they're all at their full seven hit points, I think it would just be randomly chosen. Mm-hmm. But if some of them have already taken damage, the ones that are most damaged will be put to sleep first. Mm-hmm. So if you've taken damage, you are more vulnerable to this spell is maybe the way to remember it. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, so starting with the creature that has the lowest uh, current hit points, each creature affected by this spell falls unconscious until the spell ends. The sleeper takes damage or someone uses an action to slap or shake the sleeper awake. Uh, So it's up to one minute is the duration of the spell, don't forget. So these guys aren't going to be asleep forever. Mm -hmm. Um, It will be a long time in six second rounds of combat, but uh, there are some things that can happen to end the spell. Um, Taking damage, I think, is probably the the most likely one in a battle situation. Yeah, remember not to attack the sleeping creatures. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or if you're the DM, remember to uh, have a damage maybe fall on some of those sleeping creatures if you need to to wake them up. Especially if the players are throwing around area of effect spells. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a good consequence for just randomly throwing that around. So, yeah. 
so you subtract each creature's hit points from the total before moving on. And that's the total of those 5d8s. Uh, and then you move on to the creature with the next lowest hit point. Uh, a creature's hit point must be equal to or less than the remaining total for that creature to be affected. So let's play that out. Uh, we have 5d8 here. Go ahead and roll them. Okay. I have a total of 18. 18. Uh, so if we are fighting those four goblins, uh, they typically have seven hit points each. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they were at full health, how many would you get? Uh, so seven, seven, 14, 21. So I would get two of those goblins with my, with my 18 mm-hmm. points to, to spend. The two of them would be totally covered. And then I would have, um, four points of sleep left. I would could try to use that on this goblin and it would I, be ineffective because I don't have enough to cover the amount of hit points that the goblin has because I'm rolling the dice I have to meet or beat the hit points yep and there's no like oh they fall half asleep or anything it's th- <laughs> those points just go away it's all or nothing yeah yeah what about if you were attacking a troll which is a much more difficult creature uh they have 84 hit points yeah, so uh, a player might come into this encounter and be like, I'm going to just make that troll fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, even if you roll the maximum amount of uh, on 5d8s, you are not going to equal the 84 hit points. Yeah. But if that troll was taking damage, then um, you would much more likely be able to, to uh, sleep a damaged troll yeah. uh, than you would a... Uh, a, full, a fully uh, functional troll. Yeah, so this is a, a strategic spell you want to use uh, when you're pretty sure they have lower hit points than 5d8. Mm-hmm. Not something that should be used at the beginning of a, of a combat. Um, although it would be quite useful towards the end, like let's say if it's a really pitched battle, mm-hmm. a few of your players have, have taken damage. Uh, and you need to recuperate. Pulling out a first level, like you've probably got a lot of first level spell slots, uh, it would be probably quite effective to to do it at that point. That's where I see myself using this spell. Yeah. Um, there are some immunities. So undead creatures cannot be put to sleep. So no vampires, no zombies. Yeah. Those things don't sleep. They're yeah. just shambling around. That's fair. And there are some creatures that are also immune uh, to being charmed, so make sure you check the immunities on your uh, on your creatures. Stone golems are a good example of, of that. They're immune to being charmed, so uh, that doesn't work. Yeah, that's a thing to remember that I don't know that I would necessarily until we read through this that putting something to sleep is being charmed. Mm-hmm. So that's useful. You're, you're lulling them to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Singing them a, a lullaby. Yeah. Um, and then the last part uh, that's in the player's handbook is at higher levels. So when you're casting this above first level, you add two d8s for every spell slot. Um, so yeah, maybe you could take on that troll if you were, uh, mm-hmm. you know, casting it at fifth level and rolling. Oh my goodness, how many even is that? That's ten plus the original five, fifteen. Ooh. Fifteen d8s might get you there. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, excellent. Yeah, I think that's... That's sleep. That's sleep. And that is on what page? Page 276 of the Player's Handbook. Awesome. Thanks for listening. 
If you have something you would like us to cover, email it to roarcatreads at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at roarcatreads. <laughs>